This podcast represents the opinions of your host, Jose Caraballo, LCSW, and his guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for informational purposes only. And because each person is so unique, please consult your healthcare provider for any medical questions. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified mental health provider with any questions you may have regarding medical condition or mental disorder. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have read or heard on this podcast. In the summer of 2013, I had an experience that would forever change my perspective on life. On that day, out of nowhere, I was hit with the most intense and overwhelming feeling I had ever had. A paralyzing feeling that shook me to my core. I spent the next few years of my life in deep introspection, relearning and reviewing many of my life lessons and experiences. Throughout this process, I ended up with hundreds of journal entries about topics such as relationships, communication, career, personal values, life purpose, and others. This podcast was created in order to share those insights and lessons with you, to share with you what led me to create and live my enriched life. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the My Enriched Life podcast. The podcast that provides you with simple strategies for living a more fulfilled and enriched life. Give me one second. I'm going to... I'm also starting to kind of record videos of this podcast to share with you an actual visual portion of it. Um, it's been a busy few weeks. I've been moving uh, family and doing a lot of things in the house and some changes in the home, remodeling a little bit, uh, staying busy, catching up with all the, we're trying to build the My Enriched Life message. And sometimes it's hard to kind of keep up, you know, kind of have to do things. Um, it's a good thing, but even good things can be, you can you can get tired every once in a while. I felt like I was a little sick for a few weeks there. I'm getting my energy back, so I'm back. And I've hoped you liked these episodes up to this point. Today I'm going to share with you some ideas that I put together. And some, it's some ideas, some thought processes um, to make you think and kind of be introspective, kind of look into your life a little bit on in the area of these topics, which tends to be pretty interesting. And uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Impactful. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for, impactful. Um, still having the Thursday groups. They're beginning to grow a little bit. So thank you for coming by. Podcast listeners, thank you for listening. I see the stats. They are going up. I appreciate you all. Um, social media, all the everybody that's kind of liking, sharing, engaging, 
sending me messages. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. And it does um, show that we're onto something here. And I hope it's helpful, as helpful to you as it is to me in my life. Okay. Um, so today, let's talk about an idea I had. Um, if you ever saw the movie The Gambler with Mark Wahlberg, it was in, I think it was uh, 20, I can't remember, 14 maybe. Something like that. So he has, if you look it up, it's on YouTube. There's a scene, which is what I'm talking about today, which is the best scene from the movie The Gambler. I can put the link in the show notes. And he asks, he poses a question while he's teaching a class. That made me think, and it stuck with me, so I kind of elaborated a little bit on it. And it says, what did you... What happened when you figured out you were naturally better than everyone else in this topic or in that subject? Or in this case, it was a the guy was best at sports and tennis. And he asked him what, you know, what happened when you figured out that you were naturally better than everyone around you at tennis? And it's a good question to ask. If you ever excelled at something, is what what happened at that point? Did it give you more motivation to go further? Did you get cocky? Did you did the did the game, quote unquote, become important to you at that point? What happened at that point when you started noticing? Hey, hold on. There's something here. I'm onto something here. I have something here. I th- I thought it was a great question and it was a very interesting conversation. Um, but the flip side is also, I think, just as interesting. Um, so I elaborated on it a little bit. And I asked, what do you do when you finally figure out that you're not going to be capable of doing better than you have done up to this point? I know it's a strong and negative question, isn't it? But it's still as important. Because there's going to be topics. Obviously, everybody can't be the best at everything that they do. That makes no sense whatsoever. Statistically speaking, it just wouldn't work out. Um, There'll be things that you'll be naturally better at than many people around you. And there's going to be areas where you just cap out. You just you hit the roof on what you're going to be able to accomplish. Or do you? And that's kind of the question. That's kind of the prompt here. What do you do when you finally figure out that you are not going to be going to be capable of doing better than you have done up to this point? Where do you go with this? What do you do? Do you just give up and enjoy your life? Do you never stop trying to do more? What's the right approach here? So I want you to think about both sides of these questions. What happened when you figured out that you were naturally better than everyone else? And what happened when you figured out that you weren't going to be capable of doing any better than you're actually doing? 
Think about those questions. Look at the scene. Like I said, I'll put it on the show notes. And think about where do you go from there? Where do you go when you know that you're the best at something? Where do you go when you know you can't do any more in a particular topic or a particular area? It's a hard thing to admit. It's a hard thing for many of us to fess up to, to accept. So important to kind of keep moving and figure out a direction for your life. And I think these two questions are, are, are very powerful questions to ponder on in order to create that life that you're trying to create. Okay. So let's see what else I have here. Okay, not this one. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I wrote this, so I'm going to read it the way it was written. And then I'm going to kind of try to break it down, see if it even makes sense to me at this point. Because a lot of this I wrote um, just as it popped into my head. And some of it wasn't quite clear. I have to develop the ideas over time. But let's see what we have. So idea here, this idea was there is a big difference between support and expectations. There are individuals that will support your decisions in life only if your decisions match their expectations of what you should accomplish. Was that clear enough? Let's try it again. There are individuals in your life that will support your decisions in life only if your decisions match their expectations of what you should accomplish or of what you should be. Once you decide something different, they don't even show up to the game. Even worse, they may even talk down about your decisions. Are these true friends? Are they true supporters? Do they really have your back? And that tends to happen a lot when you want to kind of spread out and grow in life. And people are used to you playing a specific role. Getting out of the dynamics there is very difficult. And at some point in my life, when I began to make different decisions for myself, I felt the pressure of being pushed back into who people thought I already was. And I was pushing back to become the person that I wanted to become. And over time, little by little, I kept feeling the pressure to be put back, you know, in my place, so to speak, um, where I belong, um, you know, where people were comfortable. But I was no longer comfortable. So I wanted change. And I felt a lot of pressure from many people that were close to me to not change. If you've tried it and if you've gone through it, you know that feeling. If you haven't and you want to make some changes, this is something that you might want to add to your, um, your obstacle strategy when creating what you want as an enriched life. 
Yes, an obstacle strategy. There will be obstacles. So I'm going to read it one more time. There are individuals that will support your decisions in life only if those decisions match their expectations of what you should accomplish. Once you decide something different from what they expect, they don't even show up to the game. Even worse, they may even talk down about your decisions. Let's think about that. Let's think about who we're surrounding ourselves by. Are they going to support us regardless? Or at least get out of our way? Or are they going to attempt to sabotage what you do in order to keep you where you've always been? I have a post somewhere that I wrote and it went something I can't remember right now. It was it went something like the your life is much better when you get rid of the naysayers, saboteurs, and haters. Something along those lines. And unfortunately, many of those times or many times, many of those haters, naysayers, or saboteurs are the people closest to you. It's a sad reality, but for many people, it's a reality. Okay, let me see. This was an idea, <coughs> excuse me. This was an idea that I had at some point about um, in, in certain relationships. And it states, I always felt guilty for not trusting excuse me, for not trusting some people in my life. But it seems that it was my intuition yelling at me the whole time because I was actually right. I spent a lot of time not understanding that I could promote or demote people in my life as I saw fit. I figured family was family, friends were friends. If we knew each other for a long time, then you just deal with stuff. Um... And do you truly have to? I mean, that's going to depend on how you want to lead your life. In my case, when I figured out that I could actually promote or demote certain people around me based on certain things, oh, that was so freeing. You can't imagine. So I felt guilty for a long time, kind of not trusting, disliking feeling weird about certain relationships in my life. And when I made these big changes, I figured out that I was right the whole time. I just was not listening to my intuition. So sometimes your rules or your idea of what life should be like or your idea of being used to what life should be like get in the way of what your inner voice is telling you. Here's a quote um, I just wrote that at some point I chose to become the person that I most needed in my life. You can continue looking outside for someone to fill that need or that void that you have, but the closest person that can do that for you is you. 
become the person that you need. And you'll never have to turn anywhere else. Think about that. I think it's a beautiful thing. I'm not going to continue jumping because these are deep and it takes a lot of explanation. So I'll do one in a future episode for these other ones. Um, so keep in mind the idea of when you realize that you're naturally better than everyone else, what happens? And when you realize that you're not going to be any better than what you are at this moment in certain areas, what happens? The idea of support and expectations by those around you. The idea of listening to your intuition and, and or feeling guilty about not listening to your intuition or actually listening to your intuition or just having the feeling and feeling bad for it and choosing to become the person that you most needed in life. Stick with us. Follow us on social media. Get engaged. Be part of the community. If you like this topic, if you like the Enriched Life ideology, stay with us. We have a lot more coming. And by we, I mean me and anybody that supports me. Or works with me. Or collaborates. Follow us on the social media sites. Engage. You know, we have the t-shirt store. I saw some, some of you looking at them recently. You have any interest? Pick one up. They're nice. They get attention. They're positive messages that are much needed in this world in this day and age. And they'll keep, I'm going to keep making more so you'll see a bigger inventory as they come. If you don't want t-shirts, we do have the mugs. Um, it's a way to support the message um, and spread good vibes as much as we can. Always remember to love, inspire, and heal. And um. Can't wait to speak to you again next week. Take care and have a good one, everyone. Bye-bye.